Recorded live from the dungeon, this is the Dream Warrior Review, and I'm Kurt Thomas. And coming at you live from the hills of Tennessee, I'm McStron. McStron. Bruce Campbell was in this, and uh, Sam Raimi directed this. That's right. And they're both in their 20s. Yes, they're both this in their twenties. Yeah. I saw that Bruce Campbell once said that this was like his coming of age movie, which makes perfect sense to me if you look at the rest of his career. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he's a he's a decent actor. Actually, I, I give him props. You know what? He's a uh, he's uh, he's got a thing. He does have and, a thing, and he never veered from it, and he's never tried to veer from it. <laughs> <laughs> He has a certain a certain cheesy appeal, and, totally. um, and and I'm all for it. I am too, actually. And also, I, I, I used to live in Knoxville, Tennessee, which is not far from Morristown, Tennessee, where this was shot. Oh, my gosh. So it was shot close to where I'm living now, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's kind of near Jefferson City in that area. It's like a little bit farther, I think, if you're going east, northeast from Knoxville. Yeah, well, it's uh, this is a beautiful area. Yeah, I mean, you know, I honestly, I honestly have to say this is when I, when I was watching this film, all I could think of is I could do this film right there, <laughs> <laughs> right, right at the bottom of my property. <laughs> yeah, there's certain parts that kind of reminded me of living in Tennessee, like when I used to go camping with my friends and we drive through the woods. There was that one shot of the car going through the woods. Oh yeah, to the yeah. cabin. Yeah. No, I, I, the thing is, I, I could shoot that whole, whole thing right down the, right down at the bottom of the creek. Well, there you go. Do your gra- grandchildren want to be in a horror movie? That's a really good question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did an amazing job with the blood in, in your uh, promo that you did for your book. Yeah, no kidding, huh? <laughs> <laughs> See, it, and what would be great was, would be to say that and then have it splash up on the screen back here, you know? That's true. <laughs> You might have to go to a bit of trouble, a little sweat, and maybe a little blood. (laughs) 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 Me? Anyway, so back to Evil Dead. (laughs) The the effects in it were amazing. Yes. I mean, mean, 100% amazing and totally lunatic. Key words for me are gruesome, campy, gory, violent, and fun. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, absolutely. And that final shot is amazing. Well, actually, there's a lot of shots that are amazing. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But the the last shot that comes out through the forest behind the house comes through in one continuous shot, and then through the house, and then comes right up behind him. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, incredible shot. Yeah, the, the last shot's the best shot of the whole movie, I think. I agree with that. Absolutely, for sure. absolutely. <laughs> but, Some of the crappy dolly shots that 
you could tell that they were just running with the camera basically <laughs> I, I don't think there were any do- dolly shots in there no i think they had it attached or they're carrying it somehow yeah 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 but uh the, the look of that place was so cool you know the look of that shack uh man and and here's the weird thing is is uh living out here now i just i just took a trip to um lexington and and drove back and the uh going through uh kentucky and back down through here there you, you see so many shacks like that right yeah you know like like uh you think to yourself look there's evil dead oh evil dead over there yeah you, you know and you hear deliverance in certain places we <laughs> <laughs> like a pig yeah man so uh so I want to know what you thought about the <laughs> the interesting uh, mat they used for the moon. Like it was very obvious that it was. Uh, yeah, I, I love the fact that you could literally see the uh, the mole gun squirting, <laughs> squirting in to cover the moon. Yeah, right. I was like, yeah. And and that they used that exact shot every time they looked at the moon with the same spurt of right uh, yeah. fog coming. <laughs> it was beautiful though. It was, it was, I mean, this was low budget and it was definitely a group of people. One thing I know I like about this is that it's obviously the most effort I've seen in a horror movie, like I think ever, because <laughs> it's like they had no budget. They had limited equipment that they, they just made it work. It was a passion film. And they threw so much stuff at it. Yeah. You could tell that Sam Raimi was totally into making this work. You could, yeah. You could absolutely totally see the passion. You know, it, it it is amazing that way. And even the the white eye things they had to wear, those had couldn't be comfortable back then, probably. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> no, I mean all the way through there was just that that feeling that everybody was just doing the best that they could, you know? It it, it was it was great. One thing I liked about this was the weird like the the way they did the sound, the sound design. Yes, yes. I thought that was pretty awesome. There's another thing that's really funny about it is is the truly, truly 70s slash 80s uh, keyboard soundtrack. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was like, oh, man, you know, it was such a product of its time. A little bit of Hitchcock, though, at some spots where they had like the... You know, it was a cross between Hitchcock and the Atari system. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did think the the music at the end was kind of a weird choice, but... I guess they were kind of calling back to that newsreel that there was playing, but I don't know. I thought the credit music, the music over the credits. Well, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I love that. I, I gotta say, I, even the, uh, even the Atari soundtrack through it, I, I keep, I did keep thinking to myself, I thought it would be cool if they did update the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Cause that would be amazing. But, but the, um, all of the running sounds, the uh, uh, not soundtrack, but the sound design was pretty amazing. Well, yeah, they must have done a lot of like, I know they did probably a lot in the studio afterwards, obviously. <laughs> a lot of screaming. A lot, a lot of celery. <laughs> a lot of moaning. A lot of screaming. Celery. Yeah, a lot of screaming. A lot of celery. A lot of celery. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that's about this movie is that um, it's not really your standard horror movie where there's like jump scares and. Like I was trying to compare this to Friday the 13th and it's kind of like I said, it was, it was like, 
I don't know. They, they spent more time on everything and this was more of a, it kind of slowly evolved. It's a thriller that just kind of kept getting worse and worse and worse. Right. Kind of like mother. <laughs> it, you know what this is? This is Bruce Campbell's really bad day. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, my thought was like, Oh, a group of teenagers go to a cabin in the woods and they take LSD. Here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Probably pretty close to the truth. <laughs> what was with the milk? I mean, I thought that was an odd choice. That's the only thing I was questioning. It was like, why did they use milk when those things were, you know, dying or whatever? I, I thought I thought it made it uh, even more disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it. It was mixing with the blood. Yeah, it was, it was sour milk. You know, it was just a weird choice. I guess. Well, yeah, that's the stomach fluid stuff. That's <laughs> that's when you're really dead. See, you're not dead until stomach stuff comes up, and then right. I did like that stuff bubbling out that looked like little maggots and stuff. That was really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I I really loved. <laughs> look, that guy's gonna get you. Careful. Careful. Oh, oh my god. Okay. No, you avoided it. Anyway, uh, one thing that really got me was the stop motion stuff at the end, where all the the goop and everything's falling apart you know yes 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 as the sun comes out that must have taken them forever in 1981 i swear to god you know what i thought to myself at that point i thought my god they went through so much work to do all that and it it hard and the little thing rolling down the little green thing right right yeah <laughs> you're going oh, that's that's it. i thought i had to think to myself that that was like a kind of really just showing off at that point <laughs> just because you could right <laughs> i think they finally lost their mind by that point yes completely <laughs> uh it's sort of like the the horse bit at the very end of uh dango unchained you know <laughs> right. it's like now you're just showing off now you're just this is a horror version of now you're just showing off now it's just because you wanted to have fun one thing I want to know is how they did the uh, the scream. There's this one scream that the, I mean, it was like even more amazing than the guy that um, uh, we've had him on our show. The guy that did uh, William Butler. William Butler. It was a, a step above William Butler because it wasn't natural. I don't think. I don't know how they did it, but yeah. it was definitely more than one person. I think. Oh yeah. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. There, the, and I know exactly the screams that you're talking about. Yeah. It was, it's several people screaming at once. Were you stabbing him in the leg? Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I had a feeling that at least one or two people were like uh, screaming through like an, an effects, uh, a guitar effect, like a, a flanger or something like that. Cause it was kind of gar- weird garbled sound. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's very effective stuff. Yeah. You know? I kept thinking to myself, this is 1981. It doesn't seem that dated. It's like, I mean, there's movies now that aren't as good. There's something about it that kind of gives you the feeling that's, you know, they saw it and they went, well, yeah, that's, that's gross, but we're going to go for more. We're going to go for (laughs) gross plus. And, and then, and then they got the sound and they went, yeah, that was disgusting. We can be viler than that. I, <laughs> you know, that's, but, but that's great. You know, it's just like experimenting, experimenting, experimenting. Uh, you can tell that that's what everybody did on this film. They experimented and they got better at it. And, and it kept, kept getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Awesome. Yeah. Got, I would say weirder and weirder is a good way to describe it. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's, it's like you can absolutely see how uh, this is a precursor to uh, Jackson 
in in his uh, his earliest movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peter Jackson's. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Dead again. Well, yeah. Dead was it? Dead alive. I can't remember what it was called. Dead alive. Dead alive. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah. No. No. You can see how this goes directly from from this film to dead alive all the influences the shots the camera the 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 sitting down and experimenting with just gross grossosity and then experimenting with more grossosity i mean of course he had bad taste didn't he before that was really a lot of experimentation that didn't really work out yeah yeah bad taste <laughs> yeah bad taste but but bad taste was uh you know a bunch of uh film students working you know right. whereas whereas by the time he did the other one you know they they had like moved on you know uh, that that's a definite but but all of these harken back to this film totally yeah yeah well this was definitely uh, i think this was uh in between the exorcist and i mean it was definitely an entry <laughs> it was uh I think it changed a lot of movies is what I'm trying to say in a weird way. I'm, I'm not really using my words properly. <laughs> Don't you think so? The, the, ex, the Exorcist had more of that uh, uh, story for 10 minutes and then something horrible happens. And then story for 10 minutes and something horrible happens. The Exorcist was more of a conventional film style. And yes. this was yeah. not. But there were some Exorcist parts in this for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, but but I, I'm talking about the structure, the overall structure of the film yeah. was just. I, I mean, to have when things aren't really happening, you you have the girl underneath with the crack in the cellar door, yeah. right? You know, I mean, I, I mean, never talk about never a dull moment. What a first date! I know there actually wasn't a dull moment. <laughs> there wasn't <laughs> so uh what's your rating on this my friend what do you think well i hadn't watched this for like 20 years probably <laughs> I, had, I, I i hadn't seen it in at least that long yeah but i actually i'm pretty high i think i'm definitely i think i'm right at 4.5 like high up there i i would say 4.2 myself i'm i'm way up there myself I, I am I I I love this film. I'm so glad this this film exists. In fact, it makes me want to go back and take that dog soldier movie and give it a one. Yeah. <laughs> now 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 calm down. As the as the Scottish would say, oh crikey! Wait, I don't know. What? Well, well, I also love the fact that it was Renaissance films, and I worked for Renaissance. I, I worked I worked with these people, you know. You've worked with a lot of people. In fact, you probably worked on the movie that's showing right behind me. Yes. <laughs> hey, that's just cold. <laughs> so are we out of time yet on uh, Zoom? No, it hasn't kicked us off yet, but... Uh, <laughs> but it's going to. Yeah, I think we, we're good with this one. I think we're wrapping it up, aren't we? I, I think we're wrapping it up, man. I haven't even changed. I'm trying to click around and see what, what happens when I do these buttons. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>